Shachal Kazari, that he says that a person is Dharan Chutzlaretz. It's Doime Kemishayana Eloi, the Gemara says. You know, and we asked what that means. So we gave one explanation yesterday. And that is, the Gemara originally says, like somebody is Ovid of the Zara. So we explained that it means that we under the Shlitzah of the Ovid of the Zara. That's not what the Kuzari is trying to say, because if that's the case, it just happens to be that if the rulership at Chutzlaretz is the time, or Ovid of the Zara, and as a result, Klai are compelled to follow the laws of the land, which are based on the laws of the Zara, like we spoke about yesterday. So, it's something which is the Matthias, which is a prevalent at the time for Chutzlaretz, but it's not something which is uh, intrinsically a problem of Chutzlaretz. And therefore, there's another Mahalach also that uh, Mufarshim explained why a person who lives in Chutzlaretz, it's like someone who is distanced from Hashem, like Dabra Melech says, why? So this is something that, this is something that the Vilna explains. And that is like this. The Vilna explains, we spoke about this earlier, that the, as the rest of the world, the rest of the Bria is something which is given out to the different nations, just like the 70 nations are under the Hashpa of the 70 Sarim. So Bahanchel, Elia, and Goyim. So same thing, he gave them their countries. If that's the case, the different parts of the world are under the Hashpa of those same Sarim. Each nation has its land, its ancestral land, and both of them, the, the nation and the people, are under the Ashpah of that Sar. And the Holy One explains, and this is the Pasha then, that Klai Yisrael, who doesn't have a Sar, Klai Yisrael, which doesn't have a, an, an intermediary in Shemaim, on the contrary, that is the whole mile of Abraham Avinu, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu took him out of the, out of the Ashpah of the Sarim and dealt with him directly. And that's why HaKadosh Baruch Hu took Abraham Avinu to Eretz Yisrael, which is also the land which is not under the Ashpah of any Sar. And the Vulnagon explains that the Pasuk, It's a land which Hashem deals with directly. So it's not in the Ashpah of Asar. And if that's the case, so, It's Mitzad, the person, like we always explain, Mitzad, the person is approaching Hashem, where a person can approach Hashem directly. One doesn't need to go to, to Hashem through any intermediary. But how things come back from HaKadosh Baruch to us, the process of what we call Yerida Sashefa, how things come back from the upper world, the spiritual world, to our world, it could go through a number of stages. And therefore, in Chutzla'aretz, when there is more of a uh, in-between stage, the Sarim, that there's an extra level of, so to speak, how things come down, that have to go through that medium as well, until it comes to this world, compared to Eretz Yisrael, when things come directly from Hashem, it's considered Sha'in Leilah. It's like he doesn't have a direct um, hashpah from Hashem like there is in Eretz Yisrael. So if that's the case, then it doesn't make a difference uh, what the religion or lack of religion is um, of the people in Chutzlaretz. On the contrary, the Metzias of Chutzlaretz is something which works only through the agency of the sire of that place, and it's more than that. It's more than that. It's more than that. It's not just that when we get in Chutzlaretz, we're getting through the agency of the sire. The Vilna Gaon in a different place explains the concept of Golos is that we get through the agency of the nation in that place. The reason Hashem sent Klai Yisrael to Golos is whenever we don't deserve to get directly from Hashem, so, now there's not, so in Eretz Yisrael where the Hashpah is directly from Hashem, there's no way for us to get. In other words, 
needs to be deserved. And if Klai Yisrael don't deserve that, so they're not, they can't stay there Yisrael because they're not going to get the Hashbah directly from Hashem. And if that's the case, Hashem sends us to Goddess. And why does sending us to Goddess change? Because now we get through the nation that, of that place. So when we were sent to Babel, for example, whatever we got was through the side of Babel, through the people of Babel to us. We became a Vodim to Babel, and the din is always that Adon is responsible for his effort. And therefore we made it, the Hashbah of Babel came to us too. And when after we were, we were exiled to Paris or Madai or to Greece or to anywhere else in the world, so the shepherd we get comes through the Malach of the place, to the people of the place, to us. So it's for sure, it's compared to Israel, it's the Mishra It's many, many more stages removed from getting directly from Hashem. Now, there's two questions which we need to answer. If that's the policy, so then what about Klai Yisrael who inherits Israel in a time of Goddess? Where they're getting from? If the point of Goddess was that Klaisha are no longer worthy of getting from a Kaddish Parachut directly, or no longer worthy of getting through Hashem directly, so then everyone should go to Goddess, which is exactly what happened at the time of Chorban Ba'ez Mishim. There was no one in Eretz And then we made it, so then everyone was getting Hashbar through whichever other Malthus it was. But uh, in a time when when it's a, on the one hand a time of Goddess, but on the other hand there are Klaisha in Eretz Yisrael, so where Klaisha are getting through. So the best question, time to ask this question is the time of Malchus Yavon. Because as we know, Yavon was a goddess. That one of the four exiles of Klaishal was exiled in was their Greek exile, Malchus Yavon. And we weren't, we weren't sent away from Eretz Yisrael. Uh, goddess Yavon happened here. We were, we were in Yerushalayim even. There was a Vesemigdash which was uh, standing. Whenever this is called Goddess Yavon, which means that Klaishal as long as we were in Goddess of Yavon, was getting our shepherd through Yavon. Through Yavon. So how does it work? If Eretz Yisrael only gets shepherd from HaKadosh Baruch so then how does it work that uh, we were getting Derech, the Sire of Yavon, Derech, uh, Derech, the people of Yavon, coming back to us in Eretz Yisrael. I got, when we're talking about Yavon, it's actually a very good example. Because Daniel, in her Ches and Tess of Daniel, he talks about an Avur he had foretelling Malchus Yavon. Remember, Daniel lived before Malchus Yavon. Daniel lived in the time of Nebuchadnezzar. He lived in the time of Malchus Babel. But he has a long level where he talks about the Arab Malchus, and in the most detail, he talks about the Malchus Yavon. And what he says about Malchus Yavon is that he saw the Sire of Yavon getting all the Koyach of the for Klai Yisrael. He says, he says, I saw the Sire of Yavon, he says the first, he knows what, that he was, and he was coming to take from um, Peter all the Shepherd because Klai Yisrael was being his godless. And the only one who stood up to argue with him was the Saragod al Michal. So he talks, he's not talking about the country, he's talking about the Sarim, as I Daniel saw things. So here exactly exact this example. The idea that Rukhaisha are in Godless under a certain nation, it means that we're getting from that nation, which means through the agency of the Sire of that nation. But we know it's Israel. How does it work? Um, it's more than just that it's limited. The fact that the chef is limited because we are getting directly. But it's also coming through a uh, Tomei channel. That's what it means, Kamisha and Alaika. When you're going directly from Hashem, it's like coming much more Bukhtush on a much higher level. When it's coming agav everything else that we're getting, but in a much more, uh, a way which has been through, so to speak. It's like going through a sewer pit. Right, and through, the, through the goddess, through the going, through the tumor of the nations, wherever it's going to be. That's his Dabuk Misha and because the chef is getting is via the desire of the place, via the sire which they serve him. Is that the Shari Rachel? Of 
course. Yad Chakadah Isham is directly from Hashem. For sure. As opposed to through Tommy channels. So what happens when we're in Goddess Neret Yisrael? So that's an interesting thing. This we saw previously. When Klai Yisrael and Goddess Neret Yisrael, then Pshat is, Klai Yisrael is getting like a very circuitous route. It's coming from the Ummah which showed at us, and now it's going not, but not through the Shepherd of Eretz Yisrael. So it's Kilo when Klai Yisrael doesn't deserve it, and Eretz Yisrael doesn't get Shepherd. And that's how we saw that in the time of Goddess, uh, Eretz Yisrael is desolate. And even if there be times of Goddess when Klai Yisrael were living here, the Mahalachi is that Hashem wasn't giving to Eretz Yisrael directly because Klai Yisrael weren't deserving it. It had to go through the Sire, to that country who was shown at Eretz Yisrael, and there have you got the Shepherd back again. But it's going like a mamish around the bad route. Isn't there a Gemara in Titus that says that you get the times of Gauls, I saw against the areas of the rain that goes... And that's exactly what it means. That's what it means. That's like means what's coming around about. It's not directly in Israel, it comes from what goes to the king, it comes back here again. When Chazal and Titus talk about the rain, it's always the, the, yeah, the, the synonym for Shepha. So, so now let's go back to Chazal said. Chazal said it's better to live in Israel in the Irish Rabbi Goyim and not in Chustar in the Irish Rabbi Yisrael. And the reason for that is because if there would be Goyim in Eretz Yisrael, obviously at a time when there's a Shepherd coming to Eretz Yisrael, if there would be Goyim in Eretz Yisrael, then they're getting Derech As. There's, there's no channel for them. But the understanding is when the Goyim Yisrael are getting, and the Goyim here are getting the Sheriffs from us. Mashaink in Chustar, even if it's in a place where there are lots of Jews, but Lemaisa, the fact that it's Chustar means the Shepherd of the place. Is coming there of the guy, so it's going the other way around. That's what's better. It's, it's a more kaddish, so to speak, connection. That in Eretz Yisrael, because then we're getting it from Hashem directly, as opposed to in Chutzlaretz, which we're getting derech, the channels of the sire and the nation of wherever it's going to be. There's one more point, which is uh, historically self-evident, but Chazal already said this a long time ago. And that is any country that Israel become uh, sent to goddess in becomes a world power. Becomes a world power. I mean, we can look back historically and we can see that. Uh, and the reason for that is, is because that country is going to get much, much more shepherd. They have to provide Klai Israel. So once that country becomes the host nation for Klai Israel, so there's a fortune of shepherd which gets transferred there then. So as a result, they become much more wealthy and much more powerful. I mean, if you look at it, it's, it's actually... Um, Unbelievable. Yeah, but it ends at some point. It ends when Tarish will come out. When they, Spain expelled the Jews, they lost the Shepherd. Exactly. That's the, that's the golden age of Spain, even forget about the Jews, the golden age of Spain ended after the Jews got expelled. Uh-huh. For 400 years, Spain was the leading country in Europe. After they expelled the Jews, uh, until today, Spain's become a, a, has never been a leader again. It's become like a second rate, so to speak, uh, country. And the United States seems to be going down the tubes now, too. I have to see where it's going. Well, so until yeah. now, America but was... But they're turning on the Jews as well. Okay, so America goes together. Until now, they were the most successful country. They, 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 had, they were the, the host for millions of Jews. So we are coming to that. Germany in the 19th century was the leading country in Europe. England ruled the seas. And England was also host to lots of Jews. It still is. It goes like it always. Uh, and if you go further back, you go to the Romans, you go to the Greeks, you go to the Persians. Each place, when Klai Yisrael was there, they were the, they were the world power. Not necessarily. Uh, Rome definitely did not treat us well, but as long as they were shared on us, they were, the Roman Empire was the world ruling empire in the world. 
the Maisa, if they've been chosen as the agents through which Hashem is sending us, whether Hashem gives them or doesn't, I mean, how they treat us well or not, the Maisa, they're getting much more. Chazal said that Kola Maitzah Yisrael Nasser Rosh. Maitzah? Yeah. But the understanding of that isn't just to punish Kola Yisrael, it's to have like the one who has the ability to control Kola Yisrael. Then it's brought even to the next level, that is the individual. Right? We're talking now about the nation. But if you're talking about the next stage, is that Rome was a world power. He said, you're going to be the king because he took it to the personal level. That because you're the one who's made to Israel, so you're going to be a rush. That's it. He brought a different passage that. He brought a passage That's Mashman is talking about the Russian Yachid, the Adir. The person who destroyed Shlaim will be the Adir, will be a king. He's saying that when Uncle has asked his uncle, He's quoting, I think, the Gemara in Gittin that Yerucham ben Zakkai came to Spazin and he told him, Shalom Aleichem Malka. He said, I'm not a king. So he told him, whoever becomes a king, tax punish will become a king. Well, the case of Onkelos, it says that. He asked his uncle, what should I do? He said, cause Tzara to Christ, because Kalamit. Right, that's a different Gemara. But that's also brought. And again, that's on the personal level. They were working in the Roman Empire. Now we're talking about the national level. I guess that's the. That's what the Zara says. And this is something very deep. We have to explain it when you have a chance. The four Malchias, which Avramavina uh, which fought, um, were connected the four Malchias which are going to attack Klai which did attack Klai And that's how Klai Yisrael. Maral writes in this tremendous thing. And the first one was Aryeh, who was the king of Babel. So that was, Babel was the first one. Then there was, um, now we're going to need the Then there was uh, Elasa, uh, there, was, uh, there was, again, the first one was Ariach, the next one was, uh, the third one was Qatar al-Aymer, Melech Eilam, Eilam is Greece. Um, the second one was Kenegad, Paris Madai, and the last one was Tidal Melech Kaim. Now what's Melech Kaim? So the Khari should be Kenegad Ram, which Chazal said that it's Kenegad Raimi, and it's a cost of Trunya la'amim Rabbi. Which needs explanation. There's a concept of Ram being a connection point of, of Amim Rabbi, Melech Koim. It's not just one nation, it's a, it's a, it's a collection of nations. Um, the area of Ram is exactly the same thing. We call it a mixed multitude. It's, a, it's the Melech Koim, it's the connection of all the nations. There's Ram, which is the nation, and then the, the continuation of that, which is the Amim Rabbi. Uh, the conglomerate of everybody. Why Asaph can do that and how Asaph does that, that's a discussion to explain what, what the Mahalik is here. But that's what we see today. Where it's no longer Romi as a central authority, it becomes the Amin Rabbi. That's what we call the Shilpa Vayra. But. Vayra doesn't mean Jews who have gone from there? No. Vayra historically was people who wanted to join the Jews, but uh, even in the Midbar, there were Jews who went to the Dera. They were a mixed multitude of other people who wanted so to join Israel. So the government here, Arab, that's... Uh, we are going to talk politically. We're talking about the Zara says. The Zara says that Shpah is from the Arab. 
Now, does that mean the Israeli government? Does that mean the United Nations? There could be lots of options who they're talking about. It means the, con- the concept of a, a connection of Goyim Rabbi. That, again, we have to explain them around here. So, I guess you don't end it right now, but that, that's, that's the, the rulership in the world is through not one kingdom called Romi, but through Goyim, through an association or the unity of Ami Rabbi, which is the, the byproduct of Edom. The byproduct of Edom. If you want to take it to this last point. So that means that everyone, everyone's going to shop from the same place nowadays? From the Goyim Rabbi? Is it one shepherd? It's one shepherd. Which, which, no, in other words, which we have to talk who's ruling the Rabbi Rabbi, who's, who's the king of the Arab. We have to explain it also. But again, this wasn't the first in the past. We spoke about this. That the, the king of the Arab Rabbi is, is Goik. And it says in the first in the past. Hashem will make its Amim Rabbim to Milcham against Yerushalayim. So the end point of the, of the rulership of the Amim Rabbim is a king called Goyk. Again, it doesn't mean his name is really Goyk. It's a concept. But the, the, so a, there is a leadership within the Amim Rabbim too. Right. That's, from there, the chef, that's where the chef is. They're the, the ruling power today. It's, it's also Merumus in, in the Nebuah of Daniel. When the, the Nebuah of Daniel, of Nebuchadnezzar really, is the, the colossal statue which you saw that the golden head represents Babel. The, the silver chest represents Paris Mara, the arms of steel, and, I mean of copper, represents Yavon, and then there's two legs, which are made of a mixture of um, metal, and iron, and clay. And the Ghana explains that the two legs are the, the, uh, w- the two influences in the world which are always working against each other, which is Islam and Christianity. There have always been like, two balancing powers in the world, Metal is Adam, the Kheris is, um, is, is Islam, we have to explain that. But there's a last point, and at the bottom of the feet are the toes. What are the, now, you've taken the concept of the leg and you've broken up to lots of individual things. That's the Goyim Rabbi. The end point of the, of the Mimshala of Adam was when it split into lots of different things which are all held together. It's like a... Like the ten horns on the other two. We have to explain that. That's Megayat also, we have to explain what those ten horns are. Okay, so that's, that's just a side point. Anyway, the kids, so that's how the shepherd works, and therefore whoever's, therefore in Chutzlaret, in Klaishal, or under the, sh- the shilton of the Sarim, under the shilton of the Goyim, so that's considered Misha'en Eloi, because you don't have a direct connection to Hashem, like Neretz Yisrael. And now he brings the writers from Mitzrayim, and now we understand what the right from Mitzrayim was. V'shaftal z'rosim yikal v'chayim v'amru, v'may Mitzrayim sh'nichas ha'aleo b'riz asur, sh'ayrot z'lekal shakim. If by Mitzrayim, then there was the Isser, then Kalvachoyme, other countries. And uh, what he means is that we see that there's a special Isser, right, to go down to Mitzrayim. When Kaisho were in Mitzrayim, the point of going to Mitzrayim was to get was that they got Sheva from Mitzrayim. This was the Prisman of Sarim. The Prisman of Sarim is what Abraham asked of Hirish Baruch and again, remember, this is the following. Hashem tells Abraham, and he says, you you don't, you aren't Mushfa from the Mahalach of the Sarim and the stars and the nations, you have a direct shepherd. So Abraham asks Hashem, and if my, my children do are there, so what's going to be with them? So Hashem tells him, if that's the case, exactly the concept of Godless. Godless means that they're going to go through some other nation, and then imagine the shepherd will come to the other nation. So the bris of Ben Abisarim was to the Mitzrayim. That's where they landed up. 
And therefore, Mitzrayim at the time was the world power. It was prepared to be the host, so to speak, of Kaiser. Well, it's the Shev of Kaiser, Kaiser Mitzrayim. And if that was predicted in the Nebuah, that it was meant to happen, and Bechol says, it's also for us to go back to Mitzrayim, right, like the Torah says, you don't have, have too many horses because you don't want to send people back to Mitzrayim. So then, Kavachim, Adai Ratzis, when there isn't, we're first we're not starting with the Nebuah, that they were meant to be hosts for Kaiser Israel, but we're sure we're not meant to go there. We're not meant to find other, other nations to get our shepherd through. Let's see how to build this proof that that's why Kai Yisrael have to stay in Yisrael. Okay, that's the finish of the point that we started yesterday. His next raya from Chazal. Va'amru, kol ha'kover be'eretz Yisrael ki'ilu kover tachas ha'mizbech. Whoever is buried in Eretz Yisrael, it's like they're buried under the Mizbech. Is that a good thing? So what's the matter of that? What's the matter of that? Where did the, where did the, again, it's a morning service also. And uh, what, how did I learn it? Because it's two different circuits. The one pasuk says, "The keeper at Mosul Amoy." That it's the Adam, the land, is mechaper on his people. And the other pasuk says, "Mizbech Adam v'Tai City." We should make me a mizbech out of sand, out of earth. And the Gemara Kesubis learns the one from the other one. Now, what's the mind of being buried under mizbech? The answer is Pashat. That's what the pasuk says. The keeper at Mosul Amoy. Right, that's the source of kapar. Right, the idea. Obviously, no one was buried under mizbech. The kohen had to be taught. The idea of the concept of Tachas Mizbech means it's a source of Kapar. And therefore, a person gets buried in Eretz Yisrael, it's, it's like it's, he, has, he has Mizbech Kapar. It's a, it's a Kapar to be buried in Eretz Yisrael. Right? That doesn't mean that a person is brought here after he died. It means he died yet. Again, it's saying among service. That what it means is that if a person came to Israel when he was still alive and died here, there's more, there's a Maila. Being buried here, not that after he died they brought him here. Kaltas imagine Israel only received him after he already died. Our Amr Vimisha Yachaladarba, Velo Darba, Shaasa Lassi Sasa Leon Achar Moisa. And this is a this is a very big Kiddish. Again, the Gemara says there's a mile for a person who lived in Dan Israel, not just the person who was brought here for burial, but now he says an extra land. And the person who could have been there is Israel and didn't live there, so it's also to bring them there after they die. Shalemai. While you were alive, you considered my nachlo, you know, as my portion, as the shul, at the eva, of a misaschem, but of a tamaris arti. And when you died, then you came with a tamaris shul by bringing mason to it. Kiro, so they come, he's understanding. In Amos, I think, as far as I remember. And uh, the recording is that. The Rukhuda is that it's a, that not living in Israel when it's an option to, the Kiddush is despising Eretz Yisrael, and then afterwards is doing a second, a second thing wrong by being with Tamir Eretz Yisrael, uh, by being coming there when they, when, when they bring, bring Mason there. Right. Now, this isn't the Anhaga today or even in previous days. Um, we see even in the time of the Amorayim, there were Amorayim who died in Babel and were brought for burial to Eretz Yisrael. Right, uh, the famous Gemara. Uh, Rebbe said that he was not willing to relinquish the Nasius um, for anybody except for, I think it was Rebbe uh, Nosson. And then they told him when Nosson was coming there to show us, he was worried that he was losing his, his position. And he said, no, he was dying, they're bringing him to bury him. So you see, already then, the time to know the idea of bringing Mason to bury him to show uh, was something which they did. And if you today, Assuming we trust the Messiah, we have the Quarim of Abayi and Rav and Ravashi all in Eretz Yisrael, even though these were the Amorim who lived in Babel. 
That's the other one. After they died, they must have brought them here. Right? So so even though inside Echod there is the Chazal that he's quoted, and that is that it was not correct to bring Mason to Eretz Yisrael. Right? The Dechari qualifies that by saying, Samish Misha Yachal Darba. And therefore he, he chose not to live in Eretz Yisrael, so there's a problem. Whereas someone who was in the category of he wasn't able to live in Eretz Yisrael, can you read that in front of that? That restriction, and therefore there wouldn't be a problem burying him here. Now, he doesn't go into this, but the MSS Chazal say that there's a man being buried in Eretz Yisrael, even for a person who didn't live there. Why? Because the Chazal, not right now, but Chazal say that Tchiyas Amesis is going to be in Eretz Yisrael. Like the Pasuk says, that it's the Eretz Achaim. And therefore the Mesa will only come back to life in Eretz Yisrael. And the Gemara says, the Gemara, the Kofiyot, asks, so what about the Mesa in Eretz? And the Gemara answers, the Kodesh Baruch has to make Mechilas for Karko, so to speak, tunnels underground to bring them here. And uh, whatever that process is meant to be, but the Maisa, a person can avoid that sire or that, 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 that going through that experience of being brought here and being buried here. Because that's the Makkah, which was always the reason why they wanted to bring Maisa to Eretz Yisrael. That's for sure, Maisa. Even so, for someone who didn't want to live in Eretz Yisrael, it's Kiru and Zilzul. To bring him when he died. As clearly, you want to, you want to gain the benefit of being in Israel without experiencing it when he was alive, the condition of Israel. So that's why there was a Hazal said that it wasn't the right thing to do to bring Mason here who had the option to live here and didn't. Fine, that's the that's a bit more of the matters he brings there. Israel. But next time we'll finish um, the last three things he's going to bring from Hazal also about Israel, and then we'll see how the king responds to that.